This week, something wonderful happened. Javier Mille, a libertarian conservative with a colorful past and a pension for video virality, won a stunning election victory in Argentina, a country that has witnessed left-wing financial and economic mismanagement for decades. We can all hope Mille's election serves as the beginning of a backlash to the so-called pink wave. That pink wave isn't an iron wall as it was with Soviet-occupied Eastern Europe. It has popularly elected leftist governments in South and Latin America that have increasingly pursued not only economic redistributionism and nationalism of industry, but outright tyranny and anti-Americanism. For all the American press's talk of creeping authoritarianism across the globe, when it comes to America's Southern neighbors, the real threat is creeping socialism with its attendant record of poverty, human rights abuses, and threats to democracy. One major player leading this charge is the Sao Paulo Forum, or Foro de Sao Paulo, FSP. Imagine a group of right-wing parties who got together each year to plot international cooperation with each other. That would be fodder for massive media coverage, accusations of conspiracy. But that's precisely what the FSP is. The forum was created in response to the fall of the Berlin Wall. It was an attempt to rebrand socialism and communism for the new age. Members of the FSP include the current leaders of Venezuela, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, and St. Lucia. Participants must commit to willingness to renew leftist and socialist thought, to correct mistaken conceptions, and to reaffirm its emancipating character. Countries with FSP leadership have been dominated by corruption, slowed economic growth, and represent a pink tide that threatens America's interests in our own hemisphere. There's a history and a pattern to that pink wave. The first pink wave happened shortly after the Cold War. South and Latin America were predominantly open to free market economics and more conservative governance. But as with many countries experiencing the rough transition from centralized economics to free markets, the reaction came quickly. In 1998, socialist dictator Hugo Chavez was elected in Venezuela. He quickly transformed one of the most prosperous countries in the region, a country with massive oil reserves, into a hellhole backwater economically. Chavez's victory was followed by Lula da Silva's in Brazil in 2003 and Evo Morales's in Bolivia in 2006. They were followed in their ascension by others, including Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner in Argentina in 2007. With the commodities boom ending with the recession of 2007-2008, and with the decline of China as a global economic power, the pink tide ended in electoral disaster. In 2015, Kirchner's heir apparent was defeated by a center-right opponent, Dilma Rousseff. Lula's former chief of staff was removed from office that same year, impeached for corruption, and in 2018, Jair Bolsonaro won election in Brazil. Beginning in 2018, however, with the rise of Andres Manuel López Obrador in Mexico, the left struck back, ushering in a second pink wave. In 2019, Argentinian Peronist Alberto Fernandez took the presidency. Luis Arce and his movement for socialism dominated the 2020 Bolivian election. In 2021, Peru elected socialist Pedro Castillo. Honduras elected leftist Guillomara Castro. And in Chile, Gabriel Boric won his election. In 2022, leftist Gustavo Petro, former Marxist guerrilla member and Hugo Chavez acolyte, became the first leftist president of Colombia ever. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, I've got a holiday gift idea that's sure to make you the hero of the season. Now, we all know the holidays can be a bit hectic. Shopping, cooking, the never-ending list of things to do. But fear not, because I've discovered a gift that's not just thoughtful, it's downright transformative. The gift of GenuCell skincare. 
From now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package has a special discount just for my listeners at GenuCell.com slash Ben. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the absolute best skincare in the world. Those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, and yes, even sagging jawline will disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. GenuCell promises immediate effects. You'll see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Our favorite thing about GenuCell is how clean and natural the products are. They are simply the best. My family's been using them for years. You deserve to look and feel your best this holiday season. Go to GenuCell.com slash Ben. Get this incredible holiday discount. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. That's GenuCell.com slash Ben today. So what have the consequences of left-wing rule been in these countries? They've been nothing short of disastrous. We begin with Venezuela. Venezuela's GDP dropped roughly three quarters between 2014 and 2021. Oil output has dropped dramatically. Its debt burden is at least $150 billion. Hyperinflation has set in. In 2018, inflation was 130,000% and remains at 234% in 2022. Venezuelan citizens have been forced to extremes to survive, up to and including infamously eating dogs in Caracas. This is why more than 7 million Venezuelans have fled Venezuela since 2014. Brazil. In the aftermath of Jair Bolsonaro's election, the international media, largely left-wing in orientation, talked up the supposed risks of dictatorship. But it was Lula, head of the corrupt Workers' Party, who had been convicted in 2017 of bribery and money laundering. Later, the Supreme Court would vacate the case on a technicality, although the charges were never disproved. As Mary Anastasio O'Grady writes in The Wall Street Journal, quote, During the presidential campaign last year, Mr. De Silva benefited from an electoral tribunal that censored his critics. His new government will use speech police to shut down what it judges to be fake news and misinformation. Lula has drawn closer to Iran and Russia and Beijing. He has embraced Nicolas Maduro, calling him my compañero and a victim of a narrative constructed against Venezuela. Argentina. Leftism is destroying Argentina's economy. Inflation is currently running at 140%. As O'Grady writes, since Argentine inflation began to take off again in 2007, total money supply grew on average 30.7% every year, according to the Ministry of the Economy, which is why in 2021, the Frente de Todos lost power in Congress. It's also why Javier Mille is now president-elect. Mexico. Andres Manuel López Obrador, also known as AMLO, has attacked formerly autonomous agencies, attacked journalists by exposing their personal income data, violated electoral laws, used his judicial branch to prosecute his enemies. According to the Economist Intelligence Unit, Mexico is no longer a flawed democracy. It is now a hybrid regime. Fareed Zakaria, no right-winger, labeled AMLO a populist demagogue straight out of the worst pages of Latin American history. Drug cartels control large swaths of the country, including huge border areas. Bolivia. Luis Arce, the current president of Bolivia, has been trying to stave off the return of Evo Morales. This year, the police arrested Luis Camacho, the right-wing governor of opposition area Santa Cruz. He was accused of attempting to launch a coup d'etat against Morales, who had to resign in 2019 under mass protest. According to the World Justice Project's Rule of Law Index, Bolivia ranks 139th on justice, just ahead of Venezuela. Bolivia's debt problems now force citizens to line up outside the central bank to withdraw money. Gas production has dropped as well. Colombia. Gustavo Petro is the first left-wing leader in Colombia in over a generation. Petro is a fan of Venezuelan ruler Nicolas Maduro. He actually endorsed Joe Biden in 2020. He's a longtime critic of capitalism. He says fossil fuels lead to human extinction, which is strange given his state's dependence on fossil fuels. Petro's numbers are egregiously bad with his own population. 84% believe security is getting worse. 84% think the cost of living is getting worse. 74% think corruption is getting worse. His coalition is collapsing and economic growth is down. Honduras. Honduran President Xiomara Castro 
the wife of the former Honduran president, who was ousted after he attempted to violate the law by centralizing power in the state, has herself suspended constitutional rights in some areas of the country, supposedly in order to combat extortion from criminal gangs. The head of the National Anti-Corruption Council has been forced to flee the state in order to avoid threats. According to Freedom House, institutional weakness, corruption, violence, and impunity undermine the overall stability of Honduras. Journalists, political activists, and women are often the victims of violence, and perpetrators are rarely brought to justice. Nicaragua. Nicaragua has been a de facto dictatorship since the rise of Daniel Ortega in 2006. In 2020, an uprising in Nicaragua was put down to bloody effect, with 300 dead and 100,000 people fleeing. Ortega is aligned with China and Russia and Iran. Nicaragua is the second poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Chile. In March 2022, Gabriel Boric took office as the first full leftist president since 1970. He immediately sought to change the constitution in dramatic ways, pushing a bevy of alterations, including forced gender parity in government offices, abolition of the Chilean Senate, universal health care, and a bunch of other left-wing wish list items. The constitution failed by a 62% vote. This forced Boric to fire six members of his cabinet and move more toward the center-left. Rising crime has also forced Boric to move to the right. Boric has been relegated to attempting to nationalize its lithium reserves in a foolish attempt to boost its economy and attempting to bribe citizens with cash transfer payments. The pink tide that has risen, receded, and risen again will ultimately crash against the rocks of reality as it has in the past. Corruption and lack of rule of law create the preconditions for dissatisfaction with any government. But left-wing governments in Latin and South America have channeled that dissatisfaction into anti-democratic centralization of power and impoverishment of their own citizenry. It's well beyond time for Latin Americans to recognize that the true threat to their futures comes not from the conservative right and free market economics, but from the would-be socialists who have consigned their countries to underdevelopment and suffering. Mille's election is one of the first steps in that understanding. We should hope it isn't the last. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So 
I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 